Welcome to Secrets to Victorious Living podcast. This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. I'm Lucia Claiborne. Thank you for joining me today as we discover God's secrets to help you overcome life's challenges. This will help you become victorious in every area of your life. Today's your day to start walking in and experiencing a greater level of victory. I am so glad you joined me today. We have a special guest in the studio, Mrs. Sonia Collins, who is my pastor, and it is such an honor to have her with us today. She is going to be talking about prayer, which is very big in her heart. Uh, we have a church that would be considered a mega church uh, in most areas because of the size it is and the rural area that we're in, and it all began with a prayer. And because I'm doing prayer this month, uh, I thought who better to come and share her heart of prayer than Miss Sonia. And Miss Sonia, what is it that you would like to share with us today? Well, first of all, thank you for the opportunity, for the honor. I'm honored to be here. If there's anything that I could say about whatever area of life that you're going through, that you're dealing with, your answer is always in prayer. It's Amen. always in the presence of God. So that's basically just being single-minded in your prayer. I know that sounds uh, pretty obvious that you would, if you pray, that you'd be single-minded, but you have opportunities every day to be distracted. Sure and, do. <laughs> and what you see and what you hear and the things that go around you, most often try to tell you what you pray didn't work, that we, we do believe that God hears us because His Word says that, if, that He does hear us, but that everything around you will try to convince you that, yes, He heard, but He's not at work. He's not doing anything. That's right. So you have to just determine before you go into it to be single-minded. There's a scripture in Song of Solomon that didn't sound like a prayer scripture on the surface, but basically it's so Song of Solomon 115, and it says, Behold, you are fair, you have dove's eyes which doesn't sound, like I said again, about like a prayer scripture. However, I begin to look at what it means to have dove eyes because that's, that's not something that you hear said all the time. And a dove only can look forward. They, they don't have peripheral vision. They can't look to the side. They can't, obviously can't look back, so they have to look forward. And they can only see one thing at a time. So they look forward example. at all times. Their focus is always forward. And the dove is known, you know, for gentleness. However, a dove, I found out, they mate for life. You know, once they find a mate, they mate for life. And the only time that a dove will get fierce is when their mate is threatened. And then they will fight to death for a mate. Yeah. Kind of like what Jesus, you know, did for us. Because they mate for life, there again, you know, Hebrews says, Hebrews 13 talks about how I will never leave you, never forsake you. Then verse 6 says, therefore, you can boldly say. So we can boldly say what God said if we know that it doesn't matter the circumstances, doesn't matter what the situation looks like. Because most of the time, well, not most of the time, probably, but a lot of times when you pray and you've set your sight on something, suppose it's healing or finances or a spouse or whatever, circumstances is going to try to distract you from what you were being single-minded on. You've built faith in your heart, which only comes from the Word of God. That's the only way faith comes, but it always comes. If you put faith in, faith yes. comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. But, well, you know, the fear comes the same way yes. by what you hear, what you meditate on. So the thing about being single-minded is I'm going to have to determine going into this thing, get myself built up to the point of if it's healing I'm believing for, I settle it in my heart first. Yes. You have to settle it in your heart. And once you settle that, and it, most of the time it doesn't come when I read one scripture. No. When again, I, again. <laughs> yes. 
I just read the scripture and think, oh yeah, that says by his stripes I'm healed. So when your uh, your temperature is spiking or your body's talking to you or the doctor comes in and he has a different report that's worse than the report you got to start with and they don't know what to do or whatever the circumstances may be, if you have not settled in your heart, your circumstances will talk you out of it. Yes, they will. So you have to be single-minded, have dove's eyes. Just I'm looking straight at Jesus, what he said about it, and that's all I'm focusing on. I'm not turning to the left, to the right. I'm I'm just keeping my eyes set on what I know to be the truth. Amen. Because the truth and the fact are totally different. You know this. Yes, the fact right. may be that my body is racked with pain. Mm-hmm. The fact may be that my husband is acting like, you know, whatever. But the truth will always outlast. It'll always override the fact if you will just stay with the truth. You know, my grandmother used to make this statement, and even though it's biblical, it was not biblical the way she said it. But she would say, the truth will stand when the world's on fire. Now, that's kind of, yeah. but you know, right. the. Uh, <laughs> but actually, you know, Psalm uh, 119, I think it's 89, that says, you know, forever thy word, O Lord, is settled in heaven. Forever. Forever. Forever the word is settled, so it's never going to change. It's the only thing that you can really depend on that works every time, all the time. The word will work in your situation and in your circumstance. It just takes time to get that word in your heart. It takes time to get it so deep in you that that's the only thing that you believe. Now, your head will always talk to you. Because that's you have to have your brain and you you know to function to do things in life to feed yourself to bathe yourself to walk to talk so the, because of that you're you're always going to have thoughts you're always going to it's always going to be working but you have to settle in your heart which is totally different once it gets in your heart it it's easier to it just comes out your mouth and then and actually when it gets in your heart the force that's in your heart is the force of faith amen and that's what comes out. It's not just the word, by his stripes I am healed. When it comes from your heart, the force of faith comes behind it. Yes. And so when the force of faith, it's the faith in that word that causes things mm-hmm. to happen. It's not that you said it 475 times because you could might as well just be rubbing rosary beads. Right. You know, but it's not, so it's not the word. It's not saying it enough times to get healed. It's saying it enough times to get it down in your heart to where it comes out with the force of faith behind it. Amen. And when the force of faith, it's the faith in that word that causes things to begin to change and continue to change. And then you just stay on it and just keep doing what you're doing because God's word is true. Amen. So circumstances have to change. They do. That's right. Something has to change and God's word's not going to. That's right. Situations so, change if you yes, stay on Yes, it. yes, they will. That's exactly right. And so uh, in light of that, you have to determine about the same way about prayer. I'm just, I'm going to stay in prayer about this thing and not praying out of fear every day. I'm afraid if I don't pray, something won't happen. Or if I don't pray, this won't. No, I'm praying. First of all, I pray and I fellowship with my father. Then whatever word comes up in my heart that he brings forth, then I begin to, I use that prayer as a declaration. You know, mm-hmm. I declare, now God's, God has said this. Yes. God said this about my situation. And I just continue to bring that before the throne of grace Every opportunity, and I stay single-minded on it. I'm not, if what I'm praying, if my circumstances look totally different from what I'm praying, 
I, I'm not moved. I don't say, well, maybe, maybe I miss God. You know, Abraham did that. Well, maybe mm-hmm. God intended for Hagar, maybe to, to bring the son about that way. That's not what God said. No. But he began to second guess himself. If he had just stayed single minded, it would have saved all of us a lot of trouble. <laughs> but yes. he did not. <laughs> so that's okay. But God redeemed it. Yes. Like he always will, you know, because we're, we're all human. We will miss it. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is, if you just stay single minded, decide this is what I believe. This is why I'm not I'm not going to be moved. I just can't be moved. I'm single minded. My eyes are set. And if I ever have an opportunity to move, I just get myself in a place of peace. I go somewhere, spend some time with him and just look at what he said. Keep my eyes on Jesus. Spend some time in the presence of God because you can't come out of the presence of God defeated. That's right. Uh, Your circumstances may not have changed just because you went and spent some time with him. But your heart will have changed, and yes. that's the whole thing. Yes. That is the thing, that your heart begins to get settled, and you refocus, you regroup, and then you just say, no, I, I, choose, I choose to believe. Yes. It's not, I feel like things is going to be all right. I feel like, well, maybe because this is looking up a little bit now. Mm-hmm. You know, my finances are starting to change a little bit. You can't be moved by that. That's right. Whether it's looking good, whether it's looking bad, no, I'm not moved by however it's looking because we walk by faith and not by sight. So I, you can't be moved by that. That's right. Whether it's good or whether it's bad. In light of prayer, I have found through 20-something years that He is faithful. Yes, ma'am. He is very faithful. We can trust Him. Yes, we can. Let me ask you this question. You know, in your 20-plus years of praying and seeing God move for you, what do you do from the time you pray and the time it's manifested. You know, you talked about being single-mindedness. Right. But, you know, like you said, there's temptations every day to think it's not working. You know, so what are some things that you do, that the process right. that you go through? Yes, I understand. I, I learned early on that when things come, after I've prayed, I've made my declaration of faith. This is what I believe. This is what I'm wanting. This is I see in your word that this is possible, so this is what I'm going after. Mm-hmm. And then... I keep myself in that place by thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you, Father, that I'm not moved by what I say. This is what I believe. I choose to believe it, and so thank you for it. I thank you for it. I thank you for it. I thank you for it. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes. Whether it's my healing and my body is racked with pain and nothing's looking, thank you, Father, that Jesus paid for my healing. I received my healing. Thank you, Jesus. Maybe it's my back that's hurting. Thank you, Jesus. You have healed my back. I received my healing from my back. Thank you, Lord. And I just stay in the mode of thanksgiving until I see the manifestation. And then actually, because you've already thanked him for it, when it does happen, you're not just so surprised. You're like, thank you, Jesus. I knew, you know, I knew, I knew. Yes. Uh, Thanksgiving will always keep you uh, in a place of if, true Thanksgiving. Yes. Not just saying, oh, well, they told me that I got to thank, I'm supposed to say thank you. So, But the temptation here is to say something different than what you originally prayed. You know, you know the Holy Spirit told me one time, don't say it if you wouldn't pray it concerning your situation. Mm-hmm. Now, you wouldn't pray, Lord, this is, this is just... I don't know what I'm going to do about this, Lord. It's, my pain is just so bad. And, you know, the doctor said this, Lord, I don't know what. I, you wouldn't pray that. You wouldn't talk to God that way. You wouldn't no. Because he is the one who has your answer. So you go to him and say, your word says. So if you wouldn't pray that silly stuff, don't say that silly stuff. That's good. You know. Yes. Yeah, the quickest way from amen to your manifestation is thanksgiving. That's awesome. And when nothing changes, I'm still thankful because this is not the end. This is this is not what God said, so I, he can't be done. That's right. This is not through. This is not finished. 
like I said, whether it's finances or healing or whatever, if it's not exactly what you prayed, if it's not what you desired in the beginning, don't settle. If it's not what you prayed, God ain't through. That's right. You just continue to thank him. I'm glad that it's better, but this ain't what I prayed. Amen. Okay, let me ask you this. How do you go about God has been so good to you? You know, I remember where you came from because you have shared your story with us. And it was not a good situation where you and Pastor Tony started. (laughs) No. But where he has brought you, both of you two today, how do you go on to the next step? Because it is good today. It is very good today. It is. So how do you pray for that next level? I don't know that there is a formula for it. You know what I'm saying? Because I think so many people have tried to make faith a formula, make healing a formula. I think, in my opinion, it's just daily, you know, just Matthew 6, 33, seek you first. Just continue to go after God because he's the one who has the plan. You know, he knows the end from the beginning. So... You know, I think with he and I both, the thing has always been just, God, what do you have next? You know what? Even though we do pray about the future and and, but praying in tongues, obviously, you know, because the Holy Spirit knows the next step. He knows the plan 20 years from now. You know, should Jesus tarry? He knows it better than we knew what happened yesterday. I don't necessarily focus so much on that as just that my steps are ordered by him. And I know that he goes from glory to glory with us and it gets better and better all the time. So I don't try to set my mind on, well, what's, what's, I know it's what happens next is going to have to be glorious. So what is it, Lord? What is, I know I just, I just kind of live each day seeking him first and just kind of walk into it. That's what I've done for 20 some odd years. And I've, I've known from the beginning, of course, that, that we'd be here that where we are. I, I didn't know every detail and I didn't know what all was going to take place and I did and I don't know about the next 20 years like I said if Jesus tarries but I do know this I know that if I seek him and follow after him it'll be good and so I don't try to get so caught up in all the details and I think sometimes that's where trust comes where faith comes that whatever you got for me Lord I know you I know your character you're a good father so I know it'll be good so I focus on what do you have for me today because I can't do next week till I get there anyway. Right. Now, yes, you can plan and you can prepare. And and, and he will show you sometimes. Uh, well, he'll show you anytime you ask him, but, but things about the future. But a lot of things about the future you'll have to do like Mary did. She pondered them in her heart till she got there. You know, there's some things that you can't take care of till you get there. That's right. Well, is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners today? The Holy Spirit will help you to stay focused. He will help you to learn to look to Jesus, look to his word, to stay on the word. The Holy Spirit, that's part of his title. One of the words used for his name is helper. So anytime you feel distracted, you feel like life is coming at you from 47 different directions to try to distract you, just ask the Holy Spirit to help me stay focused on what you said, because ultimately that's the only thing that's going to sustain you. It's going to you know, help you stay rooted and grounded and focused and to just be single-minded and have dove eyes to where I'm just looking at only him and what he said. Amen. Well, I just want to thank you for joining us today. I know these ladies and these people that listen to this are going to be so blessed. And as I close today, I just want to remind you how much God loves you, that he's not mad at you, that he's mad about you, and he created you to walk in victory every day of your life. Amen. And I'd like to invite you to visit LuciaClaiborne.com for more resources to help you walk in victory. And join me again next week as we start a new series on the Holy Ghost.